welcome to an another episode of programming mindfully myself vishnu i am from tiruvananthapuram kerala state i am working as a full stack net developer podcasting is my hobby and this podcast features a wide range of programming topics all the opinions that i expressed here are purely my personal and do not represent any of the employer's view in any way with that let's start Thanks for listening. Hi all, this is Vishnu. In the last episode, we were discussing about an overview of Azure DevOps, the continuous integration and continuous deployment system, and how those systems can effectively enhance the development experience in a software development activity. We also discussed about the, some of the different stages or environments which creates a kind of development boundary, which can also enhance the quality of software and you can identify the issues earlier in the software development. We had gone through very detail in the earlier episode and feel free to listen to that episode that will give you a good grounding about the Azure DevOps pipeline and then you can dive more detail into the Azure actual definition of define actual defining a pipeline in Azure DevOps. So you should have that basic understanding. So feel free to listen to that episode and then come back. Also, I have covered some of the uh, different components in Azure DevOps in earlier episodes. Feel free to listen to that as well. With that, let's start. How we can look into how we can define a new pipeline in Azure DevOps. So imagine you as a developer, you develop a new feature. you test it and now you want your code to deploy to the end customer you want to deploy that to ask your client to the end customer as possible for that you need to define a new pipeline defining a new pipeline in azure devops you can do that either using the yaml or through the azure classic interface both of the approaches has its own way when i tried creating a new pipeline i feel uh, it's much easier to define that in the azure classic interface because that was the um, interface which azure devops used earlier nowadays more and more developers are preferring the yaml way of defining pipeline for that defining a pipeline using yaml you need to understand a bit about the yaml about that particular yaml um, syntax and everything and once you get an idea you can start defining a pipeline about how to define a new pipeline in uh, azure devops using yaml the documentation provides a great detail so you can um, go through that as well i will quickly cover about how we can create a new pipeline but you should also go through the documentation and that will together with the stock and that documentation you will get a good picture about how to define if you are entirely new to azure devops pipeline 
then uh, i feel the classic interface will be much easier because that will provide a drag and drop approach to create pipeline microsoft provides different templates so you can easily select a particular template you can uh, you can create a different stages you can uh, create a different task and it's kind of a drag and drop approach very easily you can do and then you can build a pipeline so if you are entirely new to the pipelines try that with the classic interface so that will give a good picture i'm not sure how long microsoft planning to keep that uh, classic interface as of now uh, it's there and you can try then about the yaml to understand about yaml you can search online and understand about a bit uh, the basic about the yaml which can be um, which is easier it's uh, almost similar like the json but um, some extra things so you have to learn that and get familiar um, i feel it's uh, within an hour or two you can get an understanding about yaml and defining a pipeline azure pipeline in yaml has its own advantage because in if you define a pipeline in azure devops using the yaml ideally what you are doing will be you are editing the azure pipelines.yaml file you define the build and deployment pipeline everything in code and you save that particular code along with your application in the source code repository so along with your code the pipeline you defined with yaml is also version and it follows the same branching structure so if your if a particular branch needs a particular customization you can alter that particular azure pipelines.yaml in that particular branch and none of the other branches or the master branch gets affected so you can play with the different uh, different versions of your yaml file as you like and each version uh, each the different versions will be built and deployed accordingly as per what is defined in that and when you change something in yaml uh, as it the code is there in the source code you get a validation of your changes through the code reviews and pull requests so that can ensure that uh, you will get a collaboration with other team members and they can help you to define an effective yaml file they can show you some syntax error or some of the issues which you defined in azure pipelines and, uh, and through the code reviews and pull requests you can correct that as well so the new developers and the devops engineer they would prefer to define the azure devops pipeline through the yaml in another way you can think that when you make a change in the code uh, in the yaml file it reflects on the pipeline so as per the change you made the pipeline may either build or it may fail and if it's fail you can easily uh, view the changes you made through comparing the earlier code and then you can identify what change or what addition has caused the issue and you can correct easily correct the pipeline as you can so that is uh, the one of the benefits of version uh, which is uh, taking advantage of by the software developers 
the versioning helps to understand and compare with the earlier code so that same can be uh, done for the azure pipelines yaml also provided if you are uh, defining the pipeline in yaml now uh, you want to create a new pipeline using Apple. How you do that? For that, first you have your code in a repo, preferably the Azure repos. You can, or it can, your code can be in anywhere as you like. So different sources are supported by the Azure DevOps pipeline. In this um, session, for this session, for understanding, imagine your code is there in the Azure repo. So you can create a new pipeline. You have to connect to, to your repo. So once you connect to your, to your repo, you will, you can see a new pipeline is created and with an empty Azure pipelines.yaml. So if you open that, it will be ideally be empty or it will have some uh, common uh, code lines. And for the new requirement for the new pipelines you want to define you have to add code there so once you done everything you can save the changes and your changes will be uh, uh, your changes in the azure pipeline should be committed and that will be saved along with your repo whichever repo you choose while creating the azure pipelines so the new azure pipelines dot yaml will be in place and it will immediately start building and uh, um, you can view the reflections on your code by viewing the different build steps and uh, its uh, uh, logs and everything then as i said earlier if you are new to the azure devops uh, the classic interface provides an easy drag and drop approach uh, Microsoft also provides the different templates in Azure DevOps Classic Editor for creating a new pipeline. Uh, in addition to that, you can also clone the existing pipelines to create different environments. So each of the environments provides a different boundary in your development and it can help you to um, focus on a particular environment and identify the issues there and you can solve that um, so that uh, environment and staging all those details were covered in the earlier session so feel free to listen that as well so the editing of yaml file which we discussed so ideally you will be adding the different steps there each step can be think of a a task and each steps are run sequentially one after another so these uh, different task or the step they are implemented either of kind of a script or a um, kind of a task component um, so microsoft azure devops provides different kinds of task and you can add that just like you are building a house with different bricks you can use that different steps or task to create the pipeline so if, if when you say a pipeline dot ca ideally it will be a collection of different steps or tasks so hope that is clear and each of the steps you define will be running in its own process isolating it from the environment so when you start building a pipeline um, Azure DevOps provides your particular 
pipeline to the a particular agent so that agent machine is responsible for building those pipeline uh, we have covered about that in the earlier episode as well so basically that will be a machine either windows or linux or mac depending upon the upon your requirement and that machine will have the required software dependencies also so the azure devops will give you the give the Uh, defined pipeline to that particular agent and that particular agent will run each of these steps and then give the final output that will be the artifact and give it back to the Azure DevOps. So the output is critical. So the output of the build will be an artifact and while building the uh, particular pipeline each step in your um, a defined pipeline can create either a warning or a success or failure so all of those uh, success or errors or warnings are reported to the pipeline summary page so you can while building a pipeline you can uh, open that particular uh, logs section and you can uh, preview what's not preview you can directly view what is happening if the pipeline is successful or if it is failed that will be also reported in the pipeline page so depending upon that you can how you can understand that the newly created pipeline has successfully completed or not you can also download the detail logs all of those can be done from the azure devops pipeline itself um if you open a particular pipeline you can um, view the different uh, success and uh, failure um, b- builds there and if you drill down to those particular uh, success or failure builds you can view the different steps and the success there and as well as you can download the entire logs in zip format which can be opened in a text file and you can uh, you can understand from the start how that particular pipeline got built and can easily trace and identify issues and can uh, uh, and apply a fix upon those issues we have covered enough to define a new pipelines in azure devops there are two ways like the yaml and the classic interface depending upon your team's preference you can choose either one of like but as i said earlier the professional devops team or developers prefer yaml because it gives the advantage of code versioning now imagine you are developing a website for a client and imagine it like a small website so in that case typically you will be having only one component and you need to define one build pipeline and one deployment pipeline the build pipeline will be re- responsible for building your website and deployment pipeline will be responsible for deploying your build artifact to the customer servers or the required servers so in that case uh, one build pipeline and one component uh, one deployment pipeline is five fine if you have multiple environments as i defined earlier in the earlier episode as well as in this episode as well um, then you will be having one build pipeline then uh, if you have uh, three 
environments like the staging qa or integration then ideally you will be creating three deployment pipelines as well but all of these three deployment pipelines will be using the uh, one build as the source so that is fine for a normal website with a few of few pages and uh, you will be having only one build or one deployment pipeline but in complex projects there may be dependent system and there may be a lot of components like the microservices architecture where each particular component do its own task so we have a lot of components there in such cases we need to define pipeline for each of those components and we have to configure the pipelines in such a way so that uh, all the components or the all the different pipelines will work in parallel or dependently uh, dependent in, in the sense that or if one pipeline complete then another pipeline starts so that way we can configure and we can uh, define the pipelines so different approaches or different mix mixed approaches can be used for defining the pipelines so azure devops provides all those features you can define multiple pipelines you can define dependent pipelines and everything and uh, after the completion of first pipeline second pipeline will work and so on so these are some of the scenarios which will be required while defining a pipeline uh, so it all depends upon the project and the team structure and the um, uh, requirement of the team so um, that's all up to the teams but uh, want to mention on important thing related to here is the concept of gates and approval so in complex build and deployment scenarios there may require the interventions of certain parties like the approval from a quality department or an approval from a project manager before continuing a particular build or deployment so in that cases you can configure the gates uh, you can configure a pre deployment gate or a post deployment gate depending upon the purpose for in the case of pre defined deployment gate it will act as a check for starting that particular pipeline for example you can define a gate so that unless all the uh, bugs are closed for this particular release or unless all the um uh, what to say all the unit tests are covered for this particular code base or unless all the code is covered for this particular code base uh, this uh, you can define gate like this deployment or this pipeline should not start so the gates will check for all those criteria and based on that the deployment will start or succeed or complete so different types of uh, approvals or uh, gates can you can define there uh, in some scenarios you may require the approval from certain persons or groups like uh, uh, for example you may require the approval from a project manager or some an ex if for example some from an external stakeholder or whatever person so you can easily collaborate with them 
so how you do the collaboration is you can uh, integrate the plugin so that those external person can use a software like microsoft teams or slack and they will get a notification when a deployment is planning so uh, before a deployment gets start they will get a notification that so uh, such and such deployment will start at this particular time and need your uh, approval for the same so they can approve from those particular slack or the uh, teams and then uh, based on their approval the particular deployments gets completed so that way you can define the set of uh, gates so another set case of gate is that if your organization has a process requirement that unless all the bugs are completed for this particular sprint none of the uh, components should be deployed so in that case also you can you can configure a gate based on the query items of bugs you can query the bugs and you can take account of that and you can define a gate and then based on that gate the deployment will get starts or not uh, another case is in case of a deployment gets failed or uh, something wrong happened then you can inform the particular person through the post deployment gate so you can configure a post deployment gate and though that particular post deployment gate can uh, trigger an incident management or can send a mail or can um, even tweet something in the twitter so that everyone interested in that particular conversation gets an idea about what has happened so that is one of the newest addition in uh, devops called the twitter gate as well uh, so that so you can uh, check all that in the documentation and can understand um, uh, we shall cover one more uh, use case where the gate is useful especially related to the build for example if you are developing an android or ios application and you configured a build and after the build an artifact is produced which will be an apk file so you can configure a post deploy post uh, post gate like uh, what to say post deployment uh, posted uh, build gate like uh, um, checking the artifact for any security or uh, vulnerability or malware issues and you can configure different systems there um, like the antivirus checking or code signing or policy checking for the build artifact so a gate might initiate the scan and wait for a result to complete or ju just to check for the uh, completion and unless that is passed that is the deployment won't get started so this all can the so there are various possibilities for the gate so you can um, check out the uh, requirements based upon your team now we have covered about the pipelines and we know that the pipelines get can be started either by manually or you can also start it based on certain triggers so there are different triggers for pipelines called the uh, pipeline triggers so some of them are called the uh, some of them are uh, 
like this um, for example the continuous integration trigger so that trigger continuous integration trigger cause a pipeline to run whenever i push or update a specific branch or when you push to a repository with a certain or a specified tag so the that continuous integration trigger will gets executed so related to this continuous integration trigger we need to understand about one more concept called the batching continuous integration so what the, this means that if you have many team members uploading changes very often on a particular branch you may want to reduce the number of builder runs so in that case uh, what you can do is you can set the batch to true in that continuous integration trigger and um, the azure pipelines will take care of the different um, changes in their code and each will be run as a branch and uh, run as a batch then the pull request trigger so pull request is a, a concept in which your team members will be working on their own branch while developing a feature or fixing a bug and once they done everything they will uh, raise a request so that request is called the pull request so they raise that request to merge their changes back to the main branch so we can also configure the pipeline trigger based on that pull request trigger so when they raise a pull trigger store they when they complete that we can set the uh, trigger as um, per the requirement and based on that pull request the pipeline gets executed so this will be useful for example if your team wants to run a set of unit tests or want to do a smoke test after merging a pr request you can set that as well so you have to evaluate the other condition like how much time that particular smoke test or particular unit test will take so based on all those factors you need to configure the triggers so if you configure the smoke test or the entire test for all the changes then what will happen is it will take a lot of time to get complete and for the next developer to do a change or merge they need to wait a long time so all those factors should be in mind while creating the triggers so there are another set of trigger also called the scheduled triggers which can be used for um, scheduling a trigger a pipeline trigger at a particular time so if you want to deploy a code set of code changes uh, at night or midnight to a particular environment like the qa or um, the integration environment you can use that scheduled trigger so that scheduled trigger will take care of that particular thing and uh, at that particular defined time basically you will be defining that as a cron job so at that particular time the uh, that uh, pipeline gets triggered so we have covered a different type of triggers like the continuous integration triggers uh, then the pr triggers the board the pull request triggers then the scheduled triggers so in addition to that there are a set of triggers called the pipeline triggers ago so this is relevant in complex projects with multiple components especially uh, in the case of the microservice architecture based project there will be ideally have hundreds and hundreds of component uh, different components and each will be having uh, different pipelines so uh, if uh, we, if we want to if we want to count in particular way that uh, uh, when a when the first component completes then the second pipeline should trigger so so that way we can configure the pipeline triggers
so i hope you get an idea about the different uh, pipeline triggers and the gates and approvals and everything so there are much more than this so all of those can cannot be covered in a single talk so uh, please visit the documentation of azure devops as well and um, there uh, will be having a good documentation of on all these subjects which i explained so we have um, defined the pipeline we have run the pipeline and uh, we some of the pipelines get succeeded some of them may fail so how we know all those things how we can track of all those success and failure things so for that we have to depend on the pipeline reports so the teams uh, or you can track your pipeline how it's working and you can ensure that the continuous delivery is happening to your customers through the pipeline reports so the source of information for that particular pipeline reports is what the set of runs you configured for the project so these analytics uh, will track what's happening in the pipelines and they offer a rich insights based on that so the pipelines can help you to understand the metrics trends and everything uh, related to the build and deployment and it can help you identify insights to improve the efficiency of the pipeline as well so there are different uh, pipeline reports are there so i will cover some of the pipeline some of the important pipeline so the list is not fixed and uh, microsoft will be adding more and more pipelines in the coming future also so please refer the uh, latest documentation to get an accurate picture of that as well so one of the <coughs> A report is called the pipeline pass report so that report provides a kind of granular view of the pipeline pass rates and the trends over time um you can also view which specific task failure contributes to a higher number of pipelines or failures and all this information you can use to fix the top failing task then um this pipeline pass rate report is kind of a container and it has different sections like the summary failure trend and top failing task so each one of those sections provide different uh, meaning so uh, the summary section provides the key metrics of pass rates of pipelines over a specific period um so there there will be default data which uh, as of now it's i think around 14 then there is a failure trend section which shows the number of failures per day then the top failing and their failed rate etc then the uh, another important uh, report is called the pipeline duration report so it shows how long and the your configured pipeline typically takes to complete successfully so you can review the duration trend and analyze the top task by duration to optimize the duration so for example if you find um, as you know your pipeline is composed of different task so uh, using this report the pipeline duration report you can identify how much time each task takes and you can uh, tweak the task as you like or if you want to eliminate or if you want add a new task you can do that as well so the time uh, the duration time report is important because it can help to effectively configure the pipeline
then the test failure report which is another report so that also provides a view of the top failing test in the pipeline um if you know about azure devops you, you know that there is an area called the dashboard so all the reports whether it be in the boards or in the reports or in the test plans or in the pipelines so whatever reports are there in the azure reports you can configure that to a dashboard so that you will get a uh, get a higher view of what's happening in your project so you can configure the um, the same the pipeline reports as a widget to a dashboard also and it also provides a set of rest api so if you want to connect to some other external system you can use that rest api also to get all these informations uh, and you can show that as well so i think we uh, covered almost all uh, the main idea is to create an effective pipeline that will complete as quickly as possible so as to help the uh, customers um, so that is one of the aim of the continuous integration and continuous delivery where your team will work or uh, improve the quality of the code base or develop new features and you want to deliver that results to the end customer as fast as possible for that um, the role of continuous integration and continuous deployment is critical and based on how you define the pipeline uh, how effective you define the pipeline you can uh, effectively build a good continuous integration and continuous deployment system and that ensures the smooth running of the project and you can make sure that everything you develop will reach the customer as soon as possible so all the organizations are uh, trying to uh, work on this factor because if if you think about the microsoft itself if you take a few years back you know that they will be releasing only once in a week or um uh, once in a month or so on but uh, nowadays they are releasing almost uh, one or two days in between and why that is happening because based on the development or the fixes they are doing in their system they are delivering that to the customer as quick as possible through the continuous integration so this azure devops can help you to create an effective ca slash cd system so in the coming lectures i will only define uh, only say in short like ca cd system so that means the continuous integration and continuous deployment system so based on how effectively you configure the ca cd system through the azure pipelines you can um, effectively enhance the delivery of your software applications without much weight so much of the task can be automated and the automation can be done and can be integrated through the approval and gates then the reports can help uh, you to identify the weakness in the pipelines which you configured and that can help you to define much better pipelines then the um, yeah these all are the factors um, um and 
based on that you can define a well established pipeline so i hope by understanding about this and going through the documentation you can effectively build a pipeline but the main point you have to keep in mind that uh, quickly as quickly as possible your development and uh, and the features or the bug fixes which you fix uh, should go to the end customer as quickly as possible but that um, uh, that's also in the and that's also should happen as per the quality requirements as well you should not uh, just aim to deliver a project without any quality you have to ensure that quality is also important for that you can configure the different uh, test automation tests in the pipeline uh, we have covered about the build and the deployment pipeline so in the build pipeline you can configure the different um, automation tests so that whenever a code changes happen it will get automatic trigger and it automatically builds all, all those unit tests and based on the results from that unit test which can be either the um, uh, code coverage or the number of uh, coding standards or whatever it might be you can uh, you can define a gate so as to you can um, tell the system uh, whether to go uh, to proceed or to fail the deployment so that way you can uh, um, quickly identify the issues and you can effectively fix that i hope uh, this uh, covers the azure pipeline section um, next i am planning to um, give a session on in the podcast about how to effectively um, define a pipeline so that's kind of a tips a few tips and which can also help and that will be in the upcoming session uh, so feel free to listen that as well so all the uh, different talks uh, are available in programming mindfully podcast and which will be available in all platforms so myself vishnu all the opinions that i expressed here are purely personal and do not represent any of the employees view in any way uh, thanks for your time for listening this podcast and uh, see you in the next session uh, which i'm planning will be uh, within a few days and that will cover some of the tips about the azure devops how uh, particularly the pipeline where how how you can configure an effective pipeline so thanks all uh, have a nice day